Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We're going to talk to Dale Murphy coming up momentarily. Of course, Major League Baseball in the news today. Houston Astros punished. Gordon, they lose uh, first uh, their first and second round draft pick in two consecutive drafts. They were fined $5 million. Their manager and general manager were both suspended from baseball for a year and subsequently fired. So we'll talk to uh, Dale, the, of course, uh, Major League Baseball legend coming up here momentarily. Yeah, uh, we talked about it earlier, and uh, you know, unless you unless you want to minimize cheating and think that's no big deal, then uh, then that's just a huge story. And we we heard about it a long time ago, but the fact that the uh, the, the penalty came down today, and then the end result of losing jobs, I, I I just think these guys are ruining the day. They should if they're not. If they're not, it's even worse. See, I don't think they are. Because I think they benefited from it. They knew the, the risk, and they won a World Series. Made millions of dollars. How much did they make personally, though? More than they would have. Well, they already had their jobs. Yeah, right? but do you keep that job if you don't succeed at, uh, at that level? But they would have succeeded, maybe not at that level. Well, I don't know. But I... see, that's the point. You're a World Series champion. At that level, that cements you. So cheating, you think, is worth it. Hmm. You think they think it's worth it? I don't think so. Not today. Well, let's uh, let's talk to Dale about it, shall we? Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line, lease any phone, and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, joining us now, Major League Baseball legend, our friend Dale Murphy. Hi, Dale. How are you? Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, too, Jake and Gordon. Thanks for having me on. Well, Dale, it's Major League Baseball big time in the news for for really not the the best reasons, but we wanted to reach out to you because you were so vocal uh, about Major League Baseball during the steroid era, and I think you really had a positive impact on the integrity of the game, and that's what we're talking about today, integrity of the game. So lay out, um, you know, how big a deal, I guess, is this in your mind? Well, yeah, okay, um, it's a big deal because... I think a few years ago, um, I think the Astros or some of the teams already involved in this got warned about this. And so it specifically states that you can't go outside the boundaries of the playing field and use electronic means, you know, to to steal the signs. Um, so apparently what they did is they, they it looks like they hijacked the feed that was going on TV when you know the the uh, camera shows the signs and put up a monitor uh, close to the dugout so they could bang on the drum or you know uh, communicate it somehow to the pitcher. So, according to the rules that were pretty explicit, um, you can't do that. And so, the, I I would say to give the benefit of the doubt, if there is any to give as far as the steroid issue is concerned, back then. It wasn't explicit. We didn't have testing, and so there were a number of things that have led to stronger testing. And I mean, if you ask my opinion, steroid use and that kind of performance-enhancing drug issue 
is much more detrimental to the integrity of games than this. Uh, but never clear. And uh, some people think it should have should have been harsher. Uh, but I'm, I think I'm okay with it so far because it is the first example, and I think it'll be a pretty strong deterrent for anybody doing this in the future. So, Dale, do you think this is prevalent? Uh, do you think other clubs are doing this? What, what do your instincts tell you about what this, uh, how widespread this is? I wouldn't say it's widespread, but I, I would say it, it's probably been done. I, you know, guys thought of it. I don't think the technology really existed um, to, or guys would think of back when I played, we knew signs were given on TV, you know, but how are you going to get them back to the hitter when, when they're up in the clubhouse? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it wasn't really a thought. Um, I mean, that, 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 that you could really figure out how to do that. You know what I'm saying? Now with technology, apparently, I want to say Carlos Beltran, I'm not sure if it was him or Cora, that had one had somebody with uh you know the stadium put a feed down into the tunnel uh to the dugout so it was close to the playing field uh i mean the games have been on tv those signals have been shown you know for for decades but i i don't think guys really thought about that it was possible to to relay them that quick i mean we know from the history of baseball guys have sat out in the uh and I think the Blue Jays or someone was were accused of having somebody out with binoculars and looking in at the signs and then, you know, relaying them to the hitter. Um, you know, and if you get caught, now it specifically says you can't go outside the playing field, you know, by electronic means. And so, you know, people have tried to steal signs for years um, with technology, and now they thought they could get a little more advanced. It's kind of funny that with the technology – they were still relying on banging on a drum, um, but uh, uh, a garbage can or whatever they were banging on. So, you know, so when when I played, we were always trying to look at pitchers tipping pitches or trying to get a sequence at second base. Um, you know, that's pretty normal, and that's within the rules and within, you, you know, it's like a linebacker watching a running back. You know, if he has a tip that he's running to his left or his right, you just – you learn it by observation and watching film, and that's all legitimate. In baseball, if guys are tipping pitches or not giving good enough signs, you know that's the way it goes. But by electronic means outside the field, it now specifically says you can't do that. And and I just I think clubs are, you know, I think this will be a pretty good deterrent. How much? Uh, well, let me put it this way: Do you think it taints the 2017 World Series? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Uh, I, I think it does. Um, you know, I, I I would like to hear the arguments as to why they didn't vacate, you know, those wins and those kind of things. Maybe uh, it's a little bit, you know, I've seen some people speculate that that sounds easier said than done in a professional sport as opposed to the NCAA that really uh, runs, uh, you know, collegiate athletics without very much uh, – um, input from the players and the and you know et cetera, but in a professional sport, maybe the discussion I'm sure it came up, but apparently it 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 didn't carry the day and suspensions for those involved uh, you know is is what happened. I mean they it 
and I think we're going to hear more about Cora from Boston and maybe Beltran and then some of the players. I'd be, I'd be really surprised, uh, and uh, everybody is expecting more to come, but I'd be surprised if the players uh, don't get penalized. Uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure that's coming down. I'll be surprised if no players get penalized for this or suspended. So, Dale, when you were uh, playing and you were studying film on pitchers or whatever, how much of an advantage is it when you have a strong suspicion of what's being dealt to you? Uh, I mean, it must be make a big, big difference. But when you knew that pitch was coming, man, were you all over it? Well, it, it's funny because as people have talked about this, there, there's <laughs> – yeah, certain certain pitchers, you know, if you just struggled against, and somebody said, "Hey, I I I think he's tipping his pitches," you're all over. You're like, well, "What's he doing?" Because I have no chance against this guy. Um, so yes, it, it is a big advantage it, in baseball. It's weird because you know it's like, well, if you know what's coming, you're going to hit a home run. That's not how baseball works. It's just a big advantage. It's not. It doesn't mean everything's going to work out. I think it does taint victories and things like that if it's done by a, 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 something that's blatantly against the rules. But but it's an advantage. If a guy's thrown in the mid-90s and, and you know a breaking ball's coming, uh, it's it, it definitely, you know, will up your average. There, there's no question. But that's like saying in batting practice, how come guys don't hit a home run every time? because they're hitting a 65 mile an hour fastball. It's just the nature of the game. You're not going to you're not going to do something with that pitch just cuz you know it's coming. But isn't it an advantage? Yes. The other advantage is that if the other team or the pitcher just psychologically thinks something's going on, it messes up, you know, his concentration and his ability to to uh uh just concentrate and have confidence in what he's doing. And so it works both ways. It's a psychological advantage and a physical advantage. It just doesn't mean things are automatically going to happen, but there's definitely an advantage. That's why people try to do it. Um, on the on the other side of that, I've been hitting before. You know, we if you ever got to second and you saw some signs, you'd come in, you try to decipher, you know, the sequence of signs, and it was it was pretty tough. Some guys were quicker. Some guys, uh, you know, it was tough to figure out. On the other hand, I've been hitting before when we thought we had their signs. <laughs> and when the guy from second tells you a curveball's coming and the guy throws a fastball inside, uh, it, uh, it's frightening <laughs> because you're leaning out over the plate thinking it's going to be an off-speed pitch on the outside part of the plate and the guy throws a fastball inside. It, it's It's... It's difficult to react. So that's why, even in this whole cheating thing, some guys some guys will say, look, I, I hit better with my instincts rather than having you guys be wrong. Because then, if, if, if as a hitter, I hope this isn't making sense, but as a hitter, if you have any doubt that guy is relaying you the wrong sign, then it is totally a disadvantage. So... The advantage of what's happening here with seeing the TV feed is that you're zooming in on the catcher's side. You you absolutely got him. You, you know what's coming, and that's a big advantage. I, I, I That's kind of a long answer. I hope it made some sense. Dale Murphy is with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, uh, 
Dale, they, they, you know, a clubhouse or a locker room, you know, it's, it's kind of a delicate environment. I mean, you, you know, your teammates after all. And if you were in a situation where you found out something like this was happening or, or a teammate or a group of teammates were, were cheating and you were not comfortable with it, how are you supposed to handle that if you're a player? Well, if 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 you're a that's that's like uh, it. It kind of depends if it's within the rules or not. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, there there's I, that sounds weird to say there's cheating within the rules, but it it's it's not. It, it is a a situation where it, here here's I, I guess this is the best way to say it. When you leave a team. You, you tell everybody everything. That's why I was shocked that the Astros thought they could get away with this because guys get traded and guys get, you know, uh, they move on. And so what happens when you leave a team, uh, you, you, uh, you know, you tell your new team everything. And that's what I think uh, happened with this situation. And so that's just natural. Um but if, if if since it's so explicit now, and the pun, see the the here's the challenge too is it it used to be kind of a fuzzy rule, uh, but now you know there's suspensions and there's all kinds of things going on, and you know you would you would have to go to your manager, general manager, and say, look, you know here's what's going on. Got you know guys are going to get in trouble. In the old days, there wasn't much. There weren't. You know, there wasn't much going on as far as all these ideas and and how to get the signals, the signs, and everything. So, Dale, but, I guess. But, this, but, oh, go ahead. Let me let me answer this too. A lot of people say, Dale, you you played with guys that you suspected were taking steroids. You know, I I I never saw anyone take steroids or perform dancing drugs. I I think I probably played with some guys, uh, but that's kind of you know. It, it, it's kind of a tricky situation because, you know, what what do you people people ask me what do you wish you would have done different? And I said I I wish I would have spoken to that person directly, and said, look, man, this is not good for you. It's not good for the game. You know, you got to think about this. But in a in a workplace, it's a little tricky going to management and saying, for instance, hey, this. This guy's got a drinking problem, you know. I think you ought to address it. I mean, it, it you know, there's there's kind of some fine lines there when you're trying to figure out what you're going to say and who you're going to say it to. So, you know, I'm, I'm I I wouldn't try to end somebody's career because I think they're you know, I, I mean, guys had drinking problems, guys had all kinds of issues, but it, it's not that it's a a secret. Thing on on the uh, ball club and in the locker room, it's a matter of respect for that person. I don't go around and tell people, "Hey, you know, this guy was out last night too late." You know what I mean? It's it, 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 if I thought someone was having a problem or cheating or taking performance enhancing drugs, if there's one thing I wish I would have done more is confront them personally about it and see if I could help them. Which I didn't do is is what I'm trying to say. So in this case, with the whole team, well, I guess the whole team's involved in it. Would you be committing some sort of, uh, you know, social 
creating a social problem within the context of the team if you had gone to management and said, hey, man, well, we shouldn't be doing this. Let's let's knock it off. Well, uh, to a certain extent, except that now it specifically says you can't do this and that there's no way you can get away with this. It's, it's you know, the guys don't – guys leave the team. Hopefully, I, I'm not – it's it's a it's a tricky situation, Gordon. It certainly is. It's it, it it's like the best analogy I can think of. It's like inst- the Jazz installing cameras in their roof of of um, of the arena, and during timeouts, you know, zooming in on that camera on other teams, you know, plays and what they're diagramming, and. You know, the whole jazz team would have to know that, you know, here comes the information. And to think that that would never get out, uh, you know, is is not really thinking it through. As soon as someone leaves the jazz, they're going to tell everybody what the jazz are doing. So, but to say it within the context of, of your team and report it, uh, all I can say is I, I hope that I – you know, when when the rule specifically says you can't do that, that you would say something, but you know, you you never know until you're within that, you know, within that uh, uh, situation. But you know, you'd hope you, you could you could say to the general manager to to your to your manager, hey, you know, we're not going to be able to get away with this. <laughs> yeah, and this is it's specifically against the rules. We're we're going to get hammered when this gets out. So, you know, I, I'm just saying I, I would hope if I was in that situation I could do it. I'm not you know, I'm not saying, oh yeah, no problem. It's it's not that easy. It is it is a, a really unique situation within the locker room, but you know, I think the New England Patriots, you know, you know, you the, no one really says anything till someone else catches them. And so uh uh, it, 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 it's it's tricky, you know. Individual guys doing something, uh, you know, with a pitcher using a little bit too much pine tar. I mean, that's it's really not up to me as a teammate to out the guy and say, "Hey, he's cheating." It's it it's it's a uh, it's it's a hard thing to explain. It's a great it's a great moral dilemma. So I guess the sixty-four thousand or sixty-four million or six hundred and forty million dollar question is it's six hundred and forty million, <laughs> Dale. Do you think that the Astros would have won the World Series in two thousand seventeen had they not been cheating? You know that's uh, that is a great question, and I, I I have not analyzed analyzed it, and I I don't know enough about how 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 was every pitch. You know, uh, relayed. Uh, I don't know. It, you will never know, and that's probably why they're trying to figure out if they can beat the wins. I mean, you, you never know, but it's it is a huge advantage. It it it. Uh, I think this is a, a a good punishment. I think this is a good start. I think it'll add uh, as a big deterrent. You know, there's one way to. The famous problem is the camera's not showing the catcher's signs. Huh. It's well, pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. There's a lot of things you could show the pitcher's face, the catcher's face, coaches, you know, whatever. But you don't have to broadcast the catcher's signs. 
mm-hmm. which I, I don't understand. You know, a lot of fans say, no, on TV we want to know what's coming. But I, I think it'd be relatively simple to to fix a lot of this. Dale, I just got to say real quick, it's always a pleasure having you on, man. It's an honor to to talk to the two-time NL MVP. Uh, we hope you're doing well. I hope life is treating you in a good way, and thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on anytime. Okay. Thanks, Dale. The great Dale Murphy with yeah. us, uh, making a little sense of this thing going on with the Astros. And uh, it, before the show, it was your idea to to give him a buzz, and I'm I'm glad you uh, uh, I'm glad we did because that was very insightful. Well, you know the thing about it is you could hear the pain in his voice trying to figure out what would I do if I were in the clubhouse. I know. You know what do you do? But in this case, it's almost as though you're 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 betraying your club worse by letting it happen. Right. Without speaking out because now you're in a mess. Yep. And but like you said, is that the way they were thinking as they did it because they won the darn thing? You know, Gordon, I think many, many times of all the laws I've seen you break of whether I'm comfortable and, and should bring it up with folks. For my own good. For your own good. Yeah. Yeah, because I I don't think driving that fast is is good for anybody really. Especially well, not Adrian Lizer, who you nearly ran you, over. You did run him got, off the road. I got a truck now, so I I drive slower. Oh. Mm, that's how that works. Yeah, but I feel like your vehicle has a little more mass now that you could actually, you know, do a little more damage. Uh, joining us now in studio, our good friend Mike from Any Hour Services. Now, Mike, this has happened to me before, but what what do we do if our furnace just stops? Like you wake up in the middle of the night and it's 40 degrees in the house and it's like, well, mm, I got a problem. Well, uh, first thing I recommend to try and get it back on, I'm going to walk you through the process of doing kind of a, a reboot of the system because there are a lot of electronics and a lot of uh, safety switches inside there. And if we can reset the circuit board, maybe if it was a minor thing, we can get it to come back on. So number one, shut the power off to the furnace. Uh, number two, you want to go ahead and change the filter because if it did throw an error code because it wasn't getting enough enough airflow, you want to make sure it's got a good clean filter there. <clears throat> now another one that a lot of people might not think about is uh, changing the batteries in their thermostat. Um, if your thermostat has batteries and a lot of them do, you want to pop it off, change the batteries, even though it has a, dis- a digital display it may not have enough juice to send signal down to the furnace to say hey i need you to come on uh, so after you do that kick the furnace turn the power back on and if it comes on then it just might get you through the night until you can call somebody so if it does come on can we just forget about it <laughs> You can, uh, and if, <laughs> but I mean, here I don't recommend it. Usually, if unless you pull your filter out and it was just black because you could tell, like, oh, this thing is super dirty, and you want to like take your chances. Um, the problem is, an error code happens for a reason. Um, if it was something as simple as a filter, then yeah, it'll keep on running. But if it wasn't, and if it was something more significant, you never know how many times you're going to be able to reboot it until it just won't start back up. And if it went out in the middle of the night, it's because those are usually the coldest times of the day, and that's when it's working the hardest. So you run the risk of it going out in the middle of the night again. But hey, if it works, I've had my filter be dirty before. My wife yells downstairs, hey, the furnace is blowing cold air, and me, Mr. Don't forget to change your filter. I go and I look, and the filter's dirty, right. and I change it, and it, it works just fine, and I haven't had an issue. I also have had the situation with the thermostat in the summer. All of a sudden, it's just getting so hot. I happen to be shooting a how-to video at my house, and I, I – 
take the batteries out, I change it, I reset the system, and it comes on, and I've had zero problems. So mm. yes, it might get you by, but you it may be an indication of something bigger. If you want to know if it's an indication of something bigger, one of these tune-ups is a really great idea. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it, it would be a good excuse to take advantage of the deal tonight. 100%. If you've had it acting up, or it's getting old, or it's been a while since you've had the service done, Take advantage of this deal tonight. You're going to get a really thorough tune-up. We're going to go through the system top to bottom, and we're going to try and identify any of those weak spots, whether there's safety switches or vacuum switches or anything that's showing signs of too much age and wear and tear. Hopefully it's going to show up, and we'll document everything we find. We'll show you, leave you with a full written report. Normally, 99 bucks to have this service done. It's well worth it at that, but Zone listeners are going to lock in a $70 savings if they call before the end of the show. Now, you can schedule this for whenever's convenient for you, but if you want it for 29 bucks. Call right now. Jump on it. Call any hour services right now. Save $70 on a 29-point furnace tune-up. $99 value, only 29 bucks. But you've got to get on the schedule tonight before 7. So call them, 801-443-7400. That's 801-443-7400. Any hour services. Thanks, Mike. You bet. All right, Kristen Kenny joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk some jazz basketball with Kristen Kinney of uh, AT&T Sportsnet coming up momentarily. Your Jazz Insider Report brought to you by Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at GetDivi.com. Rudy uh, Gobert mentioned after the uh, New Orleans game that uh, there was some illness going around the team, and obviously we've seen that with with Donovan. But yeah. uh, we're going to talk to Kristen in a second. She got hit with it too. Oh, yeah. she was down for a couple of games. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Nobody likes to have to deal with that. In all seriousness, we get it here at the station. I mean, it, when you work in co- close quarters, I mean, it's very easy to to pass germs along uh, yeah. when you know, even when you're trying to be careful. So. It's it's tough, and in I'm fact, su- as I said, I, I'm I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often, Jake. All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now from AT and T Sportsnet, she is Kristen Kenny, who I understand is coming uh, to us from a what a Donovan Mitchell event with some kids. What's going on, Kristen? Yeah, guys, uh, in New York, Big Apple, you know, he obviously being from this area, he has a huge uh, fan support, and so he's doing an Adidas event with a bunch of kids here. We'll uh, have more information on that at a later date, but yeah, I just stepped out of it to be able to chat with you guys. How's it going back there? You surviving the storms? Yeah, we have been. It's uh, snowy right now. It's not snowing. It's nice and clear now, but uh, it snowed today. Yeah, Yeah. it was. Ah. Speaking of Ah. that, how's his health? And how's your health, by the way? Oh, man. God is good, huh? Well, um, I'm good. Uh, Donovan seems to be pretty he's, – he's pretty good right now, probable, listed as, and talking to a bunch of kids right now, about 300 kids. So mm. he's got his voice. Um, yeah, so it, I know he was playing through something the other night and then sitting out the last game, um, probable for tomorrow. So hopefully he's good to go. How did you think the Jazz played without him last night? You know, I think – it's interesting to look at that game because being a matinee game, um, how much of it had to do, obviously you missed Donovan Mitchell and you're starting lineup or you miss him just period, right, on the floor. But also having an early tip, it takes a little bit of time to wake up and adjust. Um, so in the first half, you definitely saw that, I think, it's just kind of being a little sluggish and slow coming from 
the west to the east and and having an early wake-up call i thought we played really well in that second half i i think that now we're seeing like how our team comes together and all of the strengths um that each guy brings to the court and really having that feel like knowing each other and knowing the strengths and playing to everyone's strengths so i thought it was a really good sign and showed like how good this team is and now the depth that we have um and it was great obviously you had donovan mitchell back into that and i thought the team did really well in his absence really good job especially the guards man emmanuel mudier even jordan clarkson at the end of course joe ingles we have so many guys that can handle the ball it's so fun to watch you can almost well you can you can see it it's unfolding right in front of us Kristen. that these guys are more familiar with each other. They seem to know where to where the ball should go, and uh, the timing is more correct than it was earlier on. All of it seems to be meshing along with uh, the defensive effort that we always see out of Rudy Gobert. Yeah, isn't it funny? We everyone was panic mode at the first first few games, and then first few weeks, and then a couple months. Like, what's going on? What's going on? We're not clicking. And everyone was all, all the team saying, hey, it just takes time. It takes time and working through some frustrations there. But, yeah, these guys really know their tendencies, the habits. Even at practice today, coach was talking to the guys and saying, hey, you know, on Bogey and Joe Ingles on the pen down, do you want that option? Heck, yeah, we want that op- option. Emmanuel Moutier, post-up option. You want that option? Heck, yeah, we want that. So just going through all of each player's individual strengths and knowing um, how to feed them the ball and where they want it. And I just think it's awesome. They're totally clicking. They're figuring it out. And they're having fun. (laughs) It's been fun to watch. Kristen, how difficult do you think it'll be to mix Mike Conley back into this when uh, he gets right? You know, that's the biggest question. I know everyone's talking about it. Um, Right now, what the Jazz are doing, they're on a roll. They're playing really well. Mike's aware of that. Um, today there was a lot of encouragement from the, his teammates um, as he was participating in some activity late in practice. Um, so I think it's all positive. You know, at this point, these guys really know each other. And we saw, you know, first half without Donovan Mitchell, that game without Donovan Mitchell in D.C., the first half took a while to get going. Um but we're adjusting, and I think we're going to adjust. I think these guys are in a great place. I think they're really loving each other, and you can see it. You can feel it. So I, I think it's just going to be a little adjustment for Mike to get back on the floor, missing so many games, and getting back into sync. But we're good. We're solid. You mentioned Moutier earlier. Uh, what has been the key to his progress here? And when Mike Conley comes back, how will that affect him, do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, Mike Conley coming back, too, we have to keep in mind how much time is he going to play? Oh, is it, it's going to be maybe, you know, three minutes, five minutes or whatever. I mean, how how long is he going to play? How many minutes is he realistically going to play? And uh, how long till he's able you're able to rely on him for uh, a substantial amount of minutes? So you're still going to need your, your guard play from Emmanuel – Jordan Clarkson, you know, you're going to need those guys. Um, having that depth is huge. So it, it's interesting to when it, when that situation comes to see how it plays out. But Emmanuel's playing like a rock star. He is so awesome. I love his story. I love how he's really just so passionate about Coach Quinn Snyder's system and this team. And 
man, he's he's playing some beautiful basketball. Kristen, thank you so very much for checking in with us on the road. We greatly appreciate it, and uh, have fun at the rest of Donovan's event. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Kristen. Kristen Kenny, AT&T Sportsnet, jumping on with us here on the big show. Boy, she's – sorry. Oh, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Yeah, she said it, man. This team is on a roll right now. And even when they come out and play a first half like they did yesterday – uh, and that is tough because they played Friday night and then to turn around and play at one thirty. I mean, it's not a back to back, but you travel it's across. Close. Yeah, you travel yeah. across the country, and it's uh, it, and maybe they did need to sort of take a moment to dial in. But once they did, it was a whole different ball game. I mean, how many sixty? Weren't they sixty six points scored in the first half? Yeah, mm-hmm. by by the Wizards. Yep, and then the second half a different story. So they did lock down. All right, it is the big show. We'll get to more coming up next. Keep your submissions coming for Gordon's incriminating audio, uh, as Gordon has to record one. Should we do that? Should we do that next, or, or do you want more ideas? And we can do it tomorrow. Let, let's let's let this play a little bit. Why rush things? All right, All we right. got until the weekend till there's more NFL games. I agree. All right, got a couple short shows this week as well with the Nets game tomorrow. So hold tight, keep them coming in. We'll have more coming up next. I like watching them squirm. It is the big show, ninety-seven five twelve eighty the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Coach O, by the way, is with us. Your thoughts on this one? How nervous are you? When have you ever had this much on the line in anything you've ever done? I never get nervous. We, we, we're down here for a fade. Oh, no, that means we're going to have a good Cajun throw-off down here with the Tigers. The Tigers are going to win tonight. I tell you that. I promise you that right now. My mom always said, baby, when you get up to that big league, you know the Tigers are going to win. You never go away from the Tigers. Going up against Trevor Lawrence is like eating corn through a picket fence. Is that how you You would eat corn through a picket fence, then you never get any Eliza Lombard. Tom That's what we say down here okay. in the in the Ford French Quarter. It's uh, as a lady I ball my Tom And you grab a hammer and you go to work, you start digging, you know that you're working harder than the other one. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975-1280 the zone. Thanks for making us a part of your Monday. Want to remind you about Wednesday, win ticket Wednesday, your chance to go see the Black Crows. The Black Crows, Chris and Rich Robinson reunite for a 30-year anniversary celebration of their landmark Quintuple Plat- uh, Platinum debut album, Shake Your Money Maker, for the 2020 World Tour. See them play the album in its entirety, plus all the hits when they come to USANA Amphitheater on Tuesday, September 1st. Tickets are on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com. Gordon, uh, I know it's not Wednesday and it's not the big show circa 2004, but I've got something that bugs me. Okay. And it's it's LeBron related because LeBron bugs me, <laughs> and and people misunderstand my my view of LeBron. He's he's obviously under unbelievable at basketball. I'm not blind, but his act bugs me. His personality what? bugs me, and how he chooses to live his life bugs me. So what did he do that is the latest bug? So let's let's hearken back real quick here to LeBron's comments on load management for a second. Okay. All right. Here's what LeBron said. Quote, why wouldn't I play if I'm healthy? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know how many games I got left in my career. I don't know how many kids that may show up to a game that are there to come see me play. Unquote. What's the matter with that? Nothing. Not a thing. But last Saturday, 
for the for the Lakers game. Uh, LeBron was out. LeBron and Danny Green both out of that game, Gordon. And you know what, why LeBron was out? Why? The flu. Happens. People get sick, right? Sure. It has the flu. Uh-huh. We saw it happen with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. it's not good. You know what he what happened to him on Sunday, the, the very next day? What? Uh, not only did he go to a concert, but he got pulled up on stage with Bad Bunny, who I've never really heard of, but Bad Bunny, apparently a popular musician. So LeBron. Bad Bunny hopping around. Uh, has the flu. Can't play. But he can certainly go out and whoop it up at a concert the next day and uh, get up on stage and all this and that. And here's what bugs me about it, all right? Listen, load management is a thing, all right? And and players resting is a thing. It It, it is here. LeBron is how old? 35, 36? How old is LeBron now? Is he I mean, He's not. Uh, yeah, he's definitely at least thirty-five. Okay. He's not. He's not a young man anymore. He's a lot of, lot of, lot of mileage on those tires. Sure. There's, there's no doubt about it. Okay, so I get it. You know, you're gonna miss a game. But don't that's, lie. About that's fine. It. You think he's lying? But don't. No. Well, uh, he's obviously lying. Is it better but, but, to be honest about it? Yes. About that's it? what I'm saying. Don't get up on your high horse. <laughs> and judge Kawhi Leonard, because this was basically a shot at Kawhi Leonard with the load management thing. Don't get up on your high horse and talk about the kid coming to see you play, only to fake the flu and miss a game a couple of weeks later. That's what bugs me. Maybe he had, like, a slight cough. Just don't say anything. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, but people want to know. Oh, you mean the first time. The, about load management. Yeah, 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 or yeah. just say, you know what, it's a, hey. You do you. You run your career how you want to run your career. I'll run my career how I want to run, no, run my career. And Jake, then move on. You don't have to be what, all judgy. What, what, and, what if the team was dictating that he uh, take a little blow there? See, that's what I'm saying. Don't be don't be judgmental in the first place. You, he was obviously healthy enough to play. So if he lives by his own statement, he should play. Sorry, Austin, I'm cutting you I was you just going to say, the only time LeBron doesn't want to comment is after he's already commented about China has been told not to comment anymore. Yeah, no. good point. Yeah. Terrific point. That? So that so that, I guess that's what I don't understand. Don't 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 get all pious and up on your high horse and oh I don't do this load management stuff. I'm too important to the children, too important to society to do any like of that. Like Santa Claus. Yeah, and then when you do it, think of the children. You make up some excuse and you don't even bother to you know lay low after you say you have the flu. Do you have to? Do you have to get up on stage? You think that he would know that? Because everything he does is under the spotlight. It's just so. So I mean, did he heal miraculously? Miraculously and, within a day, and maybe he and maybe he did. And I'm totally criticizing uh, for no reason. But but come on, why does he? Why can't he just say, you know what? I, I'll I'll play when I can. You know, I'm trying to extend my career for the kids. What you know? It comes down to this. Then uh, are you going to tell the truth or are you going to lie? Are you going to be upfront about stuff, or are you going to hide it, or, and then and then be found out about it? It's uh, I don't know. That's one of those things that uh, I mean. I hope LeBron was telling the truth the first time around, and I hope he wasn't feeling well that particular game that he missed. You know, because guys can feel better the next day. That happens sometimes, Jake. It does. It? it does. Uh-huh. You just think it. It's a lot. I think they're going to uh, manage LeBron's workload. Yeah, and you don't have to say, you know, you don't have to say tip your hand and and say I'm going to miss every third game or anything like that. But just how about taking the high road? You don't have to confirm or lie. It doesn't have to be a a, a yes or no issue. Why don't you just take the high road? But he feels like he has to lie in order because everything he does is under the microscope. But he doesn't. 
All he has to say is, hey, we're just trying to do our best to make it into the playoffs as healthy as we can be. However, we choose to do that. That's all you have to say. That's not a lie. It's, it's an admission. Of what? Of something that he has said in the past he doesn't want to do. Well, he's doing it. <laughs> Unless he was really sick. Well, I mean, he's missed other games this year with just one-off type things. It's, it's the same stuff. Yeah, telling the truth is usually the best course, I'd mm-hmm. say. Or, like you said, staying silent. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to have uh, the big show on the FM, uh, Coach's Show for Utah State on the AM side of the dial. Scotty G's got you. But right now, joining us in studio, our friend Mike Wilson from Any Hour Services. Sorry about that. And uh, Mike, I missed the cough button. Here's a man who has a lot in common with George Washington. He cannot tell a lie. Hmm. No, he can't. In fact, be honest about this, Mike. Yeah. How do? Uh, how would I know if I need a tune-up? Are there, are there, is there something to look for? Well, I mean, other than the obvious, like, you know, they say you should have it done every year, I would say if your system is seven or eight years old, if it's been a couple of years since you've had it done, uh, if maybe if you just moved into a new house and you want to find out, uh, how your system is running so that you don't have any surprises. Um, here's a good one. If it was acting up last winter, that's a really good sign that you need to make sure that you're staying on top of the maintenance. Because there were a lot of people come, you know, March, April, and May where we're not totally using our furnaces full blast that we're just crossing their fingers saying, come on, summer, so I don't have to use my furnace anymore because it's acting up. But guess what? If it was acting up then, it's probably going to be acting up now. So if it's acting up, if it's old, whatever, just it's a good idea to get this done. What if there's smoke billowing from it? Uh, that is not an issue for the tune-up. That is ab- call the fire department. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good to know. And and then they might recommend uh, you really should have had this tuned up. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about that part of it. Why why we do need to do it every year? Well. Um, I mean, all joking aside, more even than your air conditioner, it is kind of a uh, to have that peace of mind, the safety of knowing that the system is working. And, and we've my favorite way to describe the way we heat our homes is we pipe gas into a metal cabinet in the basement and light it on fire. Right. And so, like, it's it's fun to say, but that's really what we're doing. And, and your system's job is to push the air out into the home so it keeps us comfortable. And there's a lot of moving parts and pieces. You are. dealing with natural gas, you are burning it, and you want to make sure that that process is happening properly. And the best way to make sure that's being done is to have a professional come out there and measure at each point in that ignition sequence and make sure that it's doing it correctly. Other than uh, when Mike has a killer deal going on, is there a good time of the year to do this? Manufacturers don't specify whether you need to do it at the beginning, middle, or end of the season. I think your cough is contagious over there. <coughs> Mine was a sneeze. Way to way to mix. Uh, you know, Mine throw Mike a, a curveball. Way to way to go, Gordon. Oh, I yours mean, was a sneeze. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. You've, you're obviously you know having a negative effect on our boy Mike here. <coughs> See, Mike, well, if, you, if that you is. move that paper over right there. I thought the button's right there where it yeah. says cough. Okay, yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm gonna try it. 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 Okay. <coughs> I don't think that one worked particularly well. Oh, it well. didn't work? No, oh, no. My bad. Anyway, okay, so best time of year from talking to people. We find out that the biggest reason they don't do it is because they forget. So right now, while you're thinking about it and while you can save the 70 bucks, that's the best time to call. All right. That deal right now. Call Any Hour Services, and you got to get on the books tonight before 7 o'clock, so you still have some time. The deal Mike's talking about, save 70 bucks on a 29-point furnace tune-up. And I've heard Mike uh, describe this many, many times. This is they, they go through everything, written report, the whole thing. It's a $99 value for only 29 bucks, but you've got to call tonight before 7, 801 443 
7400 801-443-7400. Did I leave anything out, Mike? Did we get it? I don't think you did. My, I do have one comment. Prediction right. for the football game tonight. Okay. Is this coming from a, a kid from Louisiana? It's now? coming from a kid from Louisiana, but this is, this is something I would make a bet on. All right. Tigers are going to win. What? Hey, yeah. The Tigers are winning for sure. I'm oh, with you. Well, you're a little slow. You just got that? Slow yeah, coming around sorry. to that one, Gordon. <laughs> sorry. All right, that number again. Here you go. 801-443-7400. No, I never did like him. 443-7400. Our friend Mike from Many Hour Services. Thanks, Mike. You bet. More Big Show on the FM. Coach Show on the AM, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Mike Huguenin from The Athletic with these four teams. They look like they got it right. But with that said, do you anticipate eight coming down the uh, pipeline anytime soon? You know, Bill Hancock, who's like the public spokesman for the playoff folks, one of the nicest men in sports. Just a super classy guy. He's also the guy, though, that said, nope, don't need a playoff. The BCS is fine. And now, of course, all of the playoffs are awesome. We've always needed this. And he's also the guy saying, nope, we're going to stay at four. They're not staying at four. There's too much money in so it's going to go to eight sooner rather than later. And, yes, there might be the occasional six beating three, all that kind of stuff. But um, I think four teams is fine, but it's not going to stay at four. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your Monday. We greatly appreciate it. And it's amazing how much stuff is going on today, Gordon. It, it, today flew by. Yeah, it's uh, and we got... We got a championship going on tonight. Do you have a go a go to food or beverage for a big game? I know we've talked about this before, but is there something you're you're going to tonight while you watch the the national championship? Some game? sort of cheese based product. Oh, it's going to be bro, cheese bro, for sure. There will be some cheese involved. But you know what I've discovered that I really like that a lot of people have said that they've liked for a long time, but I haven't really ever really uh, partaken of is Little Smokies. I like Little Smokies. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they are good. You haven't had them? I've had them, but not often. Is that on the menu tonight? It could be. A refined palate like yours has not often tasted? My wife gets back in town late tonight, and so I've been uh, sort of uh, scrounging around. (laughs) How much cleaning? So, yeah. How much cleaning do you have to do before she gets? Oh, there? that's oh, true. Oh, like no, a teenager, no. where he's got to get the house pizza back. boxes no, everywhere. No, the house is clean. Uh, uh, it's probably clean because he's lived off saltines for the past three days <laughs> and hired out help to clean it. No. Oh, that's a good point. That's a, that's a good point. Or but, or threatened uh, some offspring. <laughs> but there will not be a large spread. Across, you know, in, no, in front I, of the championship No, there's game not. Tonight. I forgot Lisa's out of town. You're going to have nothing. <laughs> Hungry man. <laughs> Lean cuisine. When was the last time you had a TV dinner? A regrettable dish? Often. You know what? It's It's been a while for me on TV dinners, but I, I'll, I'll be 100% honest. I don't mind TV dinners. Depending on what you get, they're not bad. You're like, Stay you away can, from the Salisbury steak. You can get a good, you can get a good <laughs> Hungry Man. I thought they man. all had Salisbury steak. Yeah, like, you like them? There's some good hungry man dinners out oh, there. Yeah, there's been some, a while. I've been a long time since I mean, I've it's one not. Hi, you know, I'm Jake Scott here for hungry man dinners. <laughs> if you're <laughs> promo code pie, if you're looking for like a you know a, a brilliant restaurant meal or something like that, obviously it's not going to live up. But if you're at home, you're by yourself, and you just want to watch some TV. Is one enough, or do you need two? Uh, the hungry man one's enough. Is it? 
right. Well, there you have it. You maybe have maybe not for Scott tonight. Maybe Enjoy. not for uh, Austin. <laughs> Austin goes with the two hungry. You know what I made for hungry dinner? men dinner? Oh, now you're both doing it. You know what right. I made for dinner for myself last night? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me let me think of of what I actually think that you made for I, dinner. This is the honest uncooked rice. No, 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 no. I I uh, I steamed some cauliflower. And then put some carrots and some peas, mix that together, and then put some uh, ground turkey. Sprinkled that in. So we got a bag of frozen up. vegetables then, then, medley. Then I took then I took a, a little uh, shredded some, cheese and some lunch sprinkled meat. that across the top. And it, it sounds weird, but it tasted good. They sell those all frozen. The the cauliflower, peas, and carrots frozen well, in one bag. Now, well, the cauliflower. Then some lunch meat turkey slices. No, the cauliflower <laughs> and, and, and was. And some Parmesan cheese. The cauliflower was fresh. The uh, peas and carrots were canned. I got to admit. And uh, the uh, the ground turkey, that came from my daughter who who uh, griddled that up. So, anyway. <laughs> griddled? <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.